So we're just jumping on the recording after Yuna had herself a little crying session. I know. Um, what, what, what happened, Yuna? Like, I don't know. It's never happened to you, right? Whenever I cat Charlotte, like Australian Charlotte, it, it's, I, I cry a lot. Specifically the Australian one. Specifically the Australian one, the massive, huge one. It's like when you cut onion, like kind of crying. Um, it, it, it happened. I know when everyone cuts onion, uh, your eyes get watery, right? But not many people's eyes get watery like uh, sh- uh, when cutting shallot. You yeah. just have a very uh, rare superpower. Yeah, I think so. A very useless superpower. I know, I know. But that means uh, for the for the next uh, cutting shallot uh, task, it will be mats. Well, next and all of also all of the previous ones from today. I know. No, I cut some as well. Come on, don't take all the credits. Maybe I, I've built up an immunity to uh, having tears from cutting shells. I think so. All this time. Maybe because you're taller. <laughs> because I'm taller. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I, I need to hear the logic behind this. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense because I'm shorter. I'm twenty centimeters shorter. So when when the uh, when the shallots, um air. Whatever stuff. So hang on, gas. hang on. When the shallow gas coming out, it hits my eyes because I'm shorter. Because you're taller. So when the gas coming to your height, it's already diluted. So do you think my hands are at the same level as your hands when you cut? But my head's higher up. I'm just trying to envision this in my <laughs> yeah, head. Yeah, you have you have long torso than me. I have a long torso? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're making me sound like a cartoon character right now. <laughs> you do. <laughs> Hey, uh, this is Matt. And this is Yuna. And this is Our Three Things, a podcast about joyful things. And yes. our joyful things. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> this is this might be a, a bit of a wobbly episode um, and a bit shorter. Um, yeah. Because I am feeling some side effects of something. Of something. Of yeah. something. I don't want to spoil it because it's actually my first thing. Yeah, um, that's true. Let's just get into it. I don't, I don't want to get into I, it. I don't want to dilly-dally today because I am tired. Mm. So, so Matt, what's your first thing? Well, thank you for asking, Yuna. Uh-huh. My first thing is, <laughs> is what? my second vaccine dose that I finally got. Yay, fully vaccinated here. Fully, well, half of us are. Half of us, Almost, yes. yeah. Almost. Finally got it. Um, anyone who's not in Australia listening to this is probably like, wait, why'd you wait so long? Yeah, exactly. Let me tell you. <laughs> I, it was not by choice. Yes. Um, as we've talked about previously, I think, but... Yeah, finally got my second dose yesterday, and um, that's why the podcast is a little delayed this weekend as well, but um, definitely feeling the effects a bit. My arm feels pretty dead and sore, Um, but I'm just glad to finally have that done and checked off. Yeah, but like, you know, for a lot of people, like, you just have sore arms, and that's very minimum side effect for second dose, you know? That's true. So you're actually really lucky. That's true. You don't have fever, you don't have chill. And now you're fully vaccinated. I feel like I'm missing out a little bit no. on an experience. No. Like I was talking it's to good. some people who like they were feeling something, mm. you know, two to three days afterwards, had to take off work and stuff. And yeah, I don't know if I'm going to gonna be able to uh, to swing <laughs> that this time because I just don't feel it. Yeah, probably uh, it's, it's going to take effect in two days. Check out tomorrow. 
Maybe it's y- coming. Yuna just winked at me. I know. Since <laughs> <laughs> you can't see that. Yeah, we'll see. But anyway, yeah, I'm I'm just glad that uh, they're finally stepping it up here in Australia, and mm. hopefully we'll we'll come out. We're in like what week? Well, it's the same week as our podcast. So like what week ten of lockdown at the yeah. moment? I think. Yeah. Um, not really getting any better here. Um, yeah. but hopefully getting vaccinated will help clear the path towards that. Hopefully. Yeah. I think we're just doing our bit to protect the vulnerables. I think so, yeah. Which is important, which is the, you have to do that as a society. Mm. Mm. I think so. Yeah. So I'm really glad Matt did that. Yeah. That's it. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) That's my first thing. I'm going to keep it very short today. Yeah, that's Um, good. I'm just happy to finally have that done. Uh Uh-huh. All right. Well, Yuna, what's your first thing today? So actually, my first things also related to Matt's second dose. Because getting second dose is a big thing in Australia, right? And to celebrate Matt's second dose, I have ordered fine dining at home. And what, what does that mean exactly? Well, so what exactly it means is um, say you normally go to those fancy restaurants, have uh, those fine dinings, uh, great service, nice food, nice presentation. And ju- ju- just, just to be clear, when Yuna says fine dining, what we usually do, not, I, I don't want to say usually because that makes us sound no, like usually. rich, snobby people. Special occasions, like Special getting occasions, a second so dose. So a few times a year. Yes. Um, before pandemic, we would do maybe like a, uh, like two or three times a year. Yeah. The kind of The kind of place where... You don't actually like look at a menu. It's just sort of a multiple course. Mm. What, what's it called? Like a degustation? Yeah, degustation like or banquet. Just uh, banquet. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, you get a little bit of everything, sampling everything in, in a very nice restaurant with what they have. Yeah. And uh, Matt asks really good question. What's your question again? What's fun dining at home? Yeah. What is that? So for me, it's kind of like you're having the same food, but at the same time. You are the waiter's waiter and as well as the chef. And the dishwasher. <laughs> and dishwasher. Yeah. And that's not, that's not really a good sell, I don't think, for the experience. No, but I think it's it like a very that. fun couple activity because it's more interactive and you cook together. And uh, it, it stays out like between meals, which is um, makes you more satisfying. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes if you eat too much food at the same time, you feel stuffed. But because... When you do fine dining at home, you have to cook at the same time and cleaning. So you ha- actually have uh, like 10, 20 minutes in between each each course, which is great. Yeah. So just, just to give some, some specifics to that. So last night we did one at a place that we would normally go to, this sort of like a modern Chinese fusion place in Sydney. Yeah. And what they did is it was very similar food to what you would get if they were open and we were able to go mm. dine in. But they gave, it was like all separated into boxes and they had well, how many like say seven or eight courses something like that 10 was it 10 courses I think 10 well, courses. In, including like the little side dishes including well. those side dish and dessert and biscuits yeah 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 so and and they have like a pamphlet that ex- that explains basically most of the stuff is already either pre-cooked or it just needs to be added to heat so it's very yeah, simple when, it's when we very say simple. when we say cook like everything's chopped and marinated <laughs> and all that stuff um but what, what you can do is you just go through the menu uh, you take out the first thing, you cook it, you can sit, you can yeah. do a couple at a time, sit down, eat, and then go back and do the next one. And do you know what's important? What's important is they, they not only have detailed instruction, they have the pictures of each finished dish and to tell exactly how many minutes you need to prepare, which is, which is excellent, you know, because yeah. you know exactly what a dish should look like. 
Or at least you can them. you can feel ashamed that yours doesn't look the same as I theirs. I know, I know. But that's okay. But that's okay. But I think I think it's it's really fun for us because it's very interactive. And and one thing I think we're really happy is um, the taste. It's pretty similar as the one we get in the restaurant, right? Very similar. Close enough. Close enough. Yeah, it's, it's it's the it's the second best thing we can get if you are stuck in lockdown, can't go out, right? Yeah, and you want to treat yourself to something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would recommend that, and I feel like it's um, this this makes me really happy. Feel like well, I I can do something special when I'm in lockdown and stay at home, especially for like foodie like like us, Matt and I, we love food, and to be able to have this experience at home with fine dining, it's great. So that's my first thing. Uh, so Matt, what's your second thing? So my second thing, I have I have uh, one running thing related thing on here. Yeah. Uh, so it's actually a person. It's a woman named uh, Courtney DeWalter, and you're probably not going to know who no, that is. No, who who is she? Yeah. So this is someone that anyone who is into kind of the ultra endurance um, running and like ultra marathons will probably know the name. Yeah. So she is one of, well, I don't think this is controversial to say. In my opinion, she's one of the currently active greatest ultramarathon runners. Why men men or women. Why be uh, controversial to say that? Well, because if, when you say someone is like the best or like the greatest of all time or anything, there's always people who disagree with you in sports. Oh, um, right. But in my opinion, she's just like one of my favorites, not just for the results, but also like her, her personality and her whole thing. Um, so the reason that I, I bring her up specifically is why? because there was a, a very famous uh, annual race just this past weekend called the UTMB. It's the Ultra Trail du Mont Blanc. Where is it? Which it's is in, in Europe. In Europe? Yep. So just a quick primer on the event. Um, it's, it's very famous. So it's 171 and a half kilometer, which is just a bit over 100 miles uh, race. That's 175 a, kilometers. Kilometers, yeah. It's like, wow. a, like a, a hundred, just over like 100 miles. 100 miles, okay. Mm. And it basically is a loop around the, uh, the Alps that goes through three countries. So it actually goes through France, Italy, and Switzerland, beginning and ending at a, a little town called Chamonix in France. Wow, that's really beautiful scenery, yeah. just thinking about those destinations. It, well, wow. it's, it's extremely rugged. This is actually, it's actually a famous hiking trail as well that you wow. can do. And some people will do like a multi-day uh-huh. hike around it. But this yeah. is like a, 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 probably one of the most competitive like ultra marathon mountain races in the whole world, uh-huh. right? at least right now. It's most well-known at least. It's not yeah. like... I wouldn't say it's like the most difficult, but it's probably the most like scenery. No, no, no. I was gonna. Scenery. I was gonna say it's like the most elite people. Elite go there. people. Mm, wow. Yeah. Like professionals. Yeah, like the professionals who are doing like the most like crazy times and best okay. athletes basically in the sport. Right. Yeah. So it has a field of about two thousand four hundred runners, um, mm. and it just actually kicked off last Friday. Um, and that's, it's actually a whole week. There's like a, a bunch of other smaller races that go around the same time. But this okay. is sort of like the... One of the major... The, the big one. The yeah, big yeah. one. Right. How long has this race been around? Um, that's a good question. So uh, UTMB it was first held in 2003. So it's not super old. Um, yeah. But I mean, like, but, but the actual, like the path itself, like the, the trail is well known. Mm. And it's been around for probably like decades and maybe centuries for all I know. Because, um, you know, it's a very his- old historical part of the world. Uh, but the actual event itself has been around since 2003. Yeah. Um, and it was the last one it was held before this year was 2019. So it wasn't held in 2020, just due to all the pandemic stuff and the timing. So this was a really like highly anticipated one coming back. Mm. Uh, so just going back to Courtney for a second. Yeah. She actually won the race her first time entering it in 2019. Yes. So this year, essentially, like basically, first of all, she she won the race this year again in 2021. 
she uh, was leading essentially the entire time. So there was, I do want to just give a quick call out to like the other women who were racing with her. Um, so there's uh, a woman from France. I'm going to butcher this name, Katie Shida. Uh, another French woman named Camille Bouillas. Uh, Beth Pascal, who's another famous uh, woman. Uh-huh. Uh, Audrey Tengai from France. Um, Ragna Debutz, from, uh, who's Dutch. And then um, one of the most competitive ones was this woman from Switzerland named uh, Mimi Kotka. So she yeah. was actually probably the most threatening through the entire time for Courtney's first place. But essentially, yeah. except for like a couple moments earlier in the race, Courtney was basically ahead the entire time. And uh-huh. by the end, I th- believe she had won by about 40 or 50 minutes, which is pretty massive. Wow, that's massive. Yeah, so, so her final time lead. was 22 hours, 30 minutes, 54 seconds, which for this race is ridiculous. Like she set a new record for oh. women by far. Uh-huh. She beat another uh, a record that it held since 2013 from a woman named Rory Bazio, um, who was I think was also the last American woman to win yeah. the race before Courtney. So she set the new record on also like a longer and more difficult course since then. So she just did, you know, she totally smashed it. You can see uh, a picture there. She finishes like smiling. Wow, she, she, it, it feels uh, she's very fresh. Yeah, 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 that's how she always finishes all her races. And she's like, so I, I'm bringing her up this weekend because of this recent, this recent result. But honestly, like she's been one of my favorite athletes for several years now. Yeah. Um, so. I'm just gonna go a, a couple of highlights for her. So okay. she, um, in 2017, kind of her one of her big ones that made her popular in this world was winning a a race called the Moab 240, uh-huh. which is a 240 mile race. 240 mile. Yep. So just for context on that, is that's about 386 kilometers. Jesus. So she that's f- a very long. Exactly. Yeah. So and she distance. finished that. This is one in the U.S. She finished that one in two days, nine hours, and 59 minutes. Yeah. Um, finishing first overall. So um, basically she won the race, like she won the women's race, but also won the overall race, which wow, is, that's which is impressive. very rare for, for these kind of races. Um, yeah. Uh, which is a whole nother topic, but yeah, generally like uh, that's that you don't see that. And she, in that race, she beat the, the guy behind her by about 10 hours. 10 so hours. she was like way ahead. Yeah. Wow. That's impressive. Um, and then she won uh, a race called the Western States endurance run in 2018, which is a hundred, another hundred mile race. At the time, that was the second fastest uh, time by woman in that event. I talked about the Western States run a few episodes ago, I think. Yeah. Uh, another really, really uh, uh, crazy one is there's this race called the Biggs Backyard Ultra, uh-huh. which is basically what you can what you call a race of attrition. So there's What's no that? there's no set distance goal or time. It's literally just like a lap that you go around, like a very short lap. Uh-huh. And it's basically the last person who can keep going. Oh wow! On, on, on like that's on the, brutal. Yeah, and so she ended up winning that one by outlasting everyone else essentially. Or sorry, no, she actually won second in that. She she lost out to I think one one guy right ahead of her, um, but she completed uh, two hundred and seventy nine point two six eight miles. Jesus. Yeah, um, and she placed second place in the Tahoe the Tahoe two hundred, which is another two hundred mile race. Uh-huh. Um, that she she placed second overall in that. But she did beat the previous women's course record by 18 hours on that course. That's very. Uh, She was named Ultra Runner of the Year in 2019 by Ultra Uh Running Magazine after winning nine of the 12 races that she entered, including two where she finished first overall, even above the men. Wow. Um, And in 2019, one of her big ones was, like I said, winning UTMB and then um, and then winning it again just now this year. Mm. So there's a lot like she has a lot of those sort of like extreme distance accolades to her name. Yeah. Um, but what's so special about her also is her approach to the sport is yes. very like 
positive and loose uh -huh. and not super serious. Like she doesn't take herself too seriously. Yes. So you'll see in the picture that I showed you, Yuna, yeah, that yeah, so she's, that. she wears like these, like, uh, this is kind of her trademark. She wears like these long baggy, like basketball style shorts. Yes, like, I you know. Might, you might like see like in like the NBA or something almost like, yeah, which she is just wears really casual. Like you would wear running on the straight. She's not yeah. wearing like this, this, uh, ellipse. Uh, athletes runners like we, we wear those tight shirts and uh, shorts yeah exactly it's, it's just different. like very casual looking it's clothing very chill yeah very chill she pretty much every single picture of, that i've seen of her she has like a smile on her face for what this um, is more comfortable to be honest it might be yeah i've never i mean i've never even i never considered that maybe um, we should try maybe that i should try that i don't know mm. One thing that I like about her, that this is an older interview I watched, but she talks about how the nutrition she uses yeah. is um, not what you'd consider like typical race food uh -huh. or healthy food. Yeah. It's so, like one of her favorite things to do is eat like a cake frosting oh, um, like, wow. out, of the, out of the jar, like while she's racing. Just because wow. it's like pure sugar and like she loves like, I think like candy is like her thing. Like she likes yeah, she loves dessert. Skittles and yeah. <laughs> um, and every interview I've seen with her, she's just like, she's like a good like ambassador for the sport, I think. Uh, and very inspiring for yeah. for both men and women, really. Yeah. Yeah, so. I um, feel inspired. Yeah. To watch her. So it's just cool to see that she's continuing to dominate in such like a positive, happy way. I know, and you just get better when you're getting older, right? It could be. <laughs> she's not that old. I think she's, I know, she's, she's not like that old, 36, she's older than before. That's true. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. So that's my second thing. Yuna, what is your second thing? So my second thing is a thing that everyone would have seen before. So my second thing is that well, so they wouldn't they wouldn't have seen our version of it. No, they wouldn't see our version, but you have your own version. But for me, I really appreciate the beautiful sunset I see every day. Mm -hmm. the, the reason I I say this brings me joy is because um. Since we all like working from home, right? Like roughly around like five, five thirty every day. When I look out through our window or balcony, I just saw this most amazing nature nature scenery of the beautiful sunset, and that makes me feel wow. The wonder of the nature is truly amazing because that would makes you want to really appreciate what's beautiful in life and makes you want to stop and um, pause and to just to look at your surroundings even when you're like stuck at home but I'm just feel really grateful we, we have this scenery from our balcony and what's even amazing is it's different every time you know, and sometimes what makes me happy is like um, one to focus on work around like five five thirty six. I forgot the time, right? But when I look out towards the balcony, I saw Matt sitting there with a with a cup of tea or coffee and with mocha and just really enjoying the sunset. That makes me smile and feel happy. And since I saw Matt Matt doing that, so I start doing say okay, maybe I would just take five ten minutes break and just go to the balcony and, and look at those beautiful views. Yeah, well, it's one yeah. of those things, sometimes, depending on like the clouds you get, like it's one of those blink and you'll miss it mm. sort of things, because you get those those ridiculous colors and like the big pink different streaks color, in the sky. Different color, different shade of paint. Oh yeah. And different type of clouds. And you know what's, what's magical is, for those beautiful sunset, right? The most beautiful moment probably only lasts for like five, Ten yeah, minutes that's exactly, maximum. yeah, exactly. So what that teaches me, that teaches me saying, well, 
um, make sure appreciate things while they're around. Just pay attention and pause. Oh, I don't take a lesson from it. I just think it's pretty. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but your, your thing sounds way more deep than mine. I, I'm yeah. trying to be uh, more inspiring. I'm just sort of staring at it and say, oh, pretty. Okay. Well, Yuna, Yuna's like a philosopher with her yes, sunset. Yes. I'm, I'm more like a philosopher. Like when I look at a beautiful sunset, I was like, we are so lucky to be alive in this world mm. and be able to see these things in, in different shape, uh, shape or for, for uh, different shape or format. Like every day, is, literally every day is different. And it's just so beautiful to look at them and it's free. I was gonna say that actually, <laughs> uh, you know, to be honest, like I, I like going to like art museums and things like that. Mm. But honestly, like I've, I've never seen a painting in any of those that wowed me as much as just like looking at like a really nice sunset. <laughs> is, that, is that weird to say? Yeah, it's weird to say. Okay, well. Some 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 artist work is really good. Like like remember the one woman went to before all the lockdown, the immersed arts of uh, Monet and Van Gogh. Oh, Monet and his friends. And his friends. Yeah. yeah. I really love uh, those paintings. You don't? <laughs> I I did. I don't dislike them. Okay. I'm just saying, like, for <laughs> if you're talking about like value for money. Oh yeah. I mean, the sunset is like infinite, sunset is free. Right? Yeah yeah yeah, so. yeah yeah so. The, the reason I put this as second thing is um, I really want to like urge people like who stuck in lockdown like us. Um, maybe or, or, or even if you're not. You, I mean. Even if you're not, just uh, you, no matter it's a sunrise, sunset, um, sometimes just pause for five minutes from what you're doing right now and look towards the sky and then you will be amazed how uh, beautiful nature is. So that's my second thing. Hope it inspires you for more joyful thing in your life. You managed to make even a sunset sound like an ad. <laughs> yes. That's like your, your skill. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think my skill is to make everything I love uh, to be commercialized <laughs> for free. <laughs> well, it won't be free if you commercialize it. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Keep sunsets free for everyone. Yeah, that's true. We all need sunset. So that's my second thing. Uh, Matt, what's your last thing? Uh, so my last thing actually happened last week um, after we recorded last week's episode, but I've been enjoying it all week. Yeah. And that is Mocha's new haircut. Yes. New, newish haircut, a week old haircut now. Um, yeah. He's grown into it a little bit since then. Mm. So uh, f for those who don't know, which if you're listening to this episode, I'd be surprised because we've mentioned him <laughs> pretty so much every tried. episode, but we have a little cavoodle and yeah. he has very curly, thick hair. I know. That tends to get, it, it, first of all, it grows very quickly. Oh. I mean, it's gorgeous color. Like he's a, he's a, he's a handsome little dog, but the hair yeah. grows really fast. The fur, sorry, the fur grows really fast. And he tends to get like mats as well. So like, it'll, yeah, because it's, cause cause it's, it's so curly. curly. Yeah. So he'll get like little matted furs if you don't brush it too much, too much or, mm. or anything. Yeah. Um, and so he has to get haircuts yes. fairly often, like grooming fairly often. Mm. It, like maybe like once every like three, four months. I think. Yeah. Once every three months would be better. Yeah. I think. Um, and so like last time we did this, which was back earlier in the year before we were in lockdown again, I had found a groomer that I really liked locally. Yeah. And they, I think they did a great job and like it was fairly cheap. Um, Not cheap. Okay. Well, <laughs> how, about, how, about, how, about, how about good value? Well, okay. I think it was good value. <laughs> I would happily pay for them. Um, and, and I was especially happy because we had tried another groomer like longer oh, ago. Oh, I don't like it. So short. That was not good at all. No. Yeah. I didn't mind. I mean, the, the shortness was bad 
but I also just didn't like that we clearly didn't want them to do it a certain way. And I like, know. They made his head look like a cotton ball. Yeah, I don't like the cotton ball look. Yeah, like the kind of like the frou-frou poodle kind of yes. look, which I didn't like at all. Yeah. Um, so anyway, but so I never go to those ones. There's another one that I tried recently that, well, a few months ago that I liked quite a bit. Yeah. And he was due for another one. But we can't really do we that <laughs> because of the lockdown. So like yes. all the businesses are pretty much closed unless it's like essential yeah. things. And so he was getting really, really matted and and I don't, yes. I don't I'm gonna I almost said mangy. He wasn't mangy, but like he was. He looks he needed like a, a haircut. He looked like a little mop, a curly mop that needed to be brushed. <laughs> yes. I think most mops actually have less mats than Mocha did. I know. So uh, Yuna finally decided. Oh well, I don't want to wait for this. I'm just yes. gonna cut it myself. Yeah. And that's exactly what she did. And I'm, I say she because she really did it. I didn't really do that much. <laughs> I, gave, I gave him his bath before, but Yuna, uh, we have we have like a, a table thing that you can we put on top. We have a full set of pet salon foldable table. Okay, when you say it like that, it sounds like some ridiculous thing. No, it's 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 pretty good. It's like it's a sturdy table with with like a thing on top that you can kind of put hit, put like a leash around him, so he yeah, stays on the table. He stays on the table. And then strong uh, recommended. We're not no ads here. <laughs> and then Yuna also had bought a a set of like a grooming like scissors and clippers like like the electric yeah. razor and the different kind of scissors and a comb. I have full set. A full set. Yeah, yes. and including the nail clip as well. Everything. Oh yeah, the little nail like like polisher mm. grinder yeah. thingy, um, which he doesn't mind too much actually. Yeah, actually that one's good. Yeah. So she she spent the whole day doing it. Not whole day, two and a half hours. Oh, okay, whole afternoon doing it. Yes. And uh, yeah, he came out looking looking pretty fresh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, how was he during that? He he was actually pretty um, pretty calm, I would say. But just for certain parts of his body, he doesn't like me to touch like his feet. But apart from that, oh, yeah. it's so much better. Uh, and for me, it's so much easier as well. Because I remember the last time, last time it's actually we cut him together. We don't have this table. We have to sit on the ground. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> we sat on the ground for like five hours. For five hours and my back hurts and Mocha just keep moving all the time. He's not stable and that haircut is, is, is not very even. Um, but for this one, uh, I, I pretty much use the, the clipper, the electronic one all the, all the way, right? It looks so good, so smooth. And mm -hmm. I'm impressed about my work as well because I didn't follow any tutorial. I just cut by the the way I felt like Mocha should look like, and he looks so cute as well. He looks like a, a dog. He looks like a dog again. Yeah, I know. you can actually see the shape of his nose I know. again. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm actually pretty pretty happy, and, and like my back doesn't hurt. Um, it's not too much trouble, and the clean's very easy as well because we have all his fur. We have like a, a, a one soft tablecloth underneath. Mm -hmm. It caps, captures all the the fur. Yeah. So it's, I'm pretty happy about this. And we save money as well. Yeah. It's, it's free. <laughs> yeah. And I, I like him when he has shorter hair, to be honest, because he just, he, like you said, he looks more like an actual dog and not a mop. Yeah. So it's good. And he's yeah. pretty happy, I believe. Yeah. I think he's well. more comfortable with it because he, he's, he likes to mm. jump around. As soon as we finish, he like runs around and yeah. he's, yeah, I think he's faster too. He's like, uh, yeah, he's definitely more, faster. More aerodynamic. More, yeah. More like <laughs> more like athletic now. And I feel like for anyone, if you want to try home grooming like us, I, if, I would strongly recommend you just get a table, like a pet salon table or anything just to secure your dog so he doesn't move around. That would save you so much time and make your like, life easier when, when you try to do hair salon thing. And not force you to get a physio appointment for your back afterwards Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
So that's my third thing. Mm. Just something little that has, uh, it, it's been nice to see him not look like a, mm. like a homeless dog yeah. this week. You're not? What is your last thing? So my last thing is, um, I think everyone has this as well, most people. It's, I really appreciate my online streaming service. Oh, do tell. Do tell. So um, the reason I say it is because uh, we pretty much subscribed everything. Do we have everything? <laughs> Almost. Do we, ha- we don't have Stan. I think that's the only one we're missing. Yeah, but you can see uh, most of things from Stan in Binge. Binge, was it? Yeah, I, yeah, can't, I can't keep up with all the ones. Binge is very similar. So I, I had Stan before because I like to watch Friends, but Friends is on Binge That's, now. Friends is on Netflix too, I think. Yeah, and Friends is in Netflix yeah. as well. And so like we have Binge. Uh, Binge is for like all the uh, HBO series you can watch there. So, oh, yeah. watch so you the, don't have to get like the Foxtel. Yeah, you don't whatever. have to get Foxtel, HBO, like Game of Thrones there. Like it's pretty good. And then... We we watched the uh, the mayor of East Town as well by Kate Winslet. Which one? Oh, mayor of East Town. Yeah, East yeah that Town. Was a great, that, that's that was a pretty great good. Uh, and then we also have Disney Plus. The the reason I love Disney Plus is it has all the Marvel related TV series and movies. I have a problem with Disney Plus. I know, though. I know. That's an issue, but it's just time you have to wait. Because Matt is not happy about when you pay Disney Plus like $10 per month, you have to pay $30 on top if you want to watch uh, a recent movie like the uh, Black Widow. It's such a shameless... Uh, I feel like I'm turning your thing negative, but there's such a shameless cash grab. No, but I think it's reasonable because like... It's the same price if you go to uh, a movie. It's more expensive, cinema. I think. No, no, same. But it's, isn't it $30 like to watch Black Widow right now? Yeah, just $30, right? But if you go to cinema, for two people, it's $30 plus popcorns and waters that would cost you $40. On a giant screen with a good sound. I know, I know. That's I, the I difference. That, that, that's the one thing that annoys me about Disney+. Plus, but. But, but, but the things like, because I love watching Marvel movies and all Marvel-related TV series, I was following the Loki, and you can only watch that on, uh, on Disney+. Plus. Mm. So I'm really happy. And, and the, the, the whole reason I get Disney Plus because Matt, uh, I think it's during like uh, last year lockdown or it's Christmas time. We took a whole December off and I want to do a Marvel 20, 22 movie marathon. Didn't you get it originally because we watched the Hamilton movie, the recording of Hamilton? That's like, true. Yeah. Yes. The reason I get it is because we want to watch Hamilton because yeah. which well, which which it which has since resulted in much more money spent on Hamilton related viewings. I know. <laughs> um, in person when we could. <laughs> but the thing we want to get that because I remember when, when when we I used to be able to travel in the U.S. Hamilton is on, but I'm not able to there get a ticket. No chance. There's yeah. no chance for any tickets. Even you have the money. Just no tickets, right? So I, I was both mad and I, we love Ham- Hamilton, right? And when we saw that it's out on Disney Plus, we jumped on straight away and, and things there. Um, normally people just get for free subscription for seven days and they cancel, right? But then we decided to watch all the Marvel movie Marathon. So we basically stayed. And then Disney Plus just get me hooked on all the new Marvel TV series. So I just keep on stay with them yeah so th- that's that's the two two uh subscription and then uh for matt he has the netflix which i believe most of people in australia has right and, and the reason i love to uh watch netflix because netflix has its own show produced show 
Uh, we both love fantasies, and Matt get me hooked into The Witchers. The Witcher, yeah, it was wi- oh, by Henry Cavill, so good. See, now I talked about this what two, <laughs> two or three episodes back, and now you're finally coming to see the light after we watched the show. I know it's so good, and, and then the other Netflix show is uh, called Shadow and Bones, which we we love. Oh yeah, both yeah. as well, and plus all the reality show as well. Well, hold on, hold on. So I'm actually I was gonna put you on the spot here mm. because I'm looking at your notes today for for preparing for this one. Yeah. And you've listed three shows. Oh yeah. And I'm I no no hang on hang on <laughs> don't don't say it out loud because what I what I would like you to do is explain why this is the sample size you went with. Yes. And what is a common thread running through these shows? So we have The Witcher, yeah. uh, Cruella, which we just watched uh, the movie of uh, that recently. Uh huh. And um, Housewives. I'm assuming you mean our favorite. Uh, Real Housewives Real of Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills yes. Now, hang on. What's what's the shared universe between these three? Which all of these last week? <laughs> That's the best you got. Yeah. No, no. Give no. So, give me something. What do you what do you think is like the shared uh, narrative element of these? Oh, three? crazy people. Crazy people. <laughs> I guess I, I I guess I could see that. No. So fantasy. okay. So, no, it's not so fantasy. Who, who are the who are the who are the cra- well? I mean, it's kind of fantasy. <laughs> I don't know okay. that I'd call Real Housewives a true reality. It's sort of a fantasy. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Let, let, let's do this then. You, okay. say, you say crazy people. Uh-huh. What are the um? Who are the three crazy people from each of these shows? Cruella is Cruella. Sure. Crazy. Yeah. The Witcher. Who is crazy? The the lady is crazy. What's her name? Jennifer. Jennifer. Is she crazy? She's not crazy. No, I don't think she's crazy. If she's not crazy, then Henry Cavill is uh, funny. Okay, I'll give you that. Funny, she's crazy. All right, and who about Housewives? Oh, yeah. Mm. Everyone's crazy. Everyone? Maybe Dorit. <laughs> Dorit. Or Saturn. Which one? Saturn. Oh, the, the impossibly rich Georgia girl? Yeah, yeah. Everyone's oh. kind of crazy in different period of time. Oh, Brandy's crazy. The craziest of the ore. Oh, from the old the old yeah. seasons, yeah. Well, now, now we're getting into like some Beverly Hills deep cuts here. So I don't know I if know. everyone will be able to relate yeah, to this. Yeah, so, so, that, so what's the similarity of those shows? You know, I actually think Cruella would, would get along well with the, the housewives. She seems pretty yeah. similar. She's very similar. I feel like Cruella is what would happen if the housewives didn't have like an outlet and all their friends. Like if one, yeah, like if one of the housewives had, you know, had her mother killed by Dalmatian, spoiler alert, killed by Dalmatian dogs. The dogs, oh, you're bad. Um, it just come out. You ruin the experience for other people. And became, it's a bit, it's the beginning of the movie. I didn't actually okay. give the real spoiler. Okay. I feel like that's like what they would become is Cruella. Yeah. They have the same personality. Yeah, I feel, yeah. Kind of craziness. And then somebody would probably hire Geralt to go and take them down. Yeah, at some yeah, point. I agree. Because they're monsters. Yeah. And the reason, like I say, is online streaming service is just so convenient compared to old times um, when you have to go to, which I haven't been to, like a video, like the tape renting store or DVD or oh, something. Oh, you're going like way far back. Yeah. That's the old so times, right? You're celebrating how convenient it is compared to 20 years ago. Before Netflix. What, 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 what was life before Netflix? I don't even know. Well, oh, you know, do, do you, you have to do like BT torrents thing, like just illegal download? Uh, I'm not going to discuss that oh, with you okay. on a podcast <laughs> Sorry. that can be accessible by anyone Oops. worldwide. Okay, I'm just saying it makes so, things so convenient. You you do know that Netflix used to not be a digital thing. I don't right? know Netflix used to be video renting stuff. I'm just amazed. Like, well, no, how- and you and because you, you, you know you actually had to like get the the DVD 
um, in and then you had to like mail it back and I then get the next I one. I think so. Because I do remember I, I there was time like long before Netflix, I used to need to borrow DVD from a Blu-ray from my friends to watch stuff. But now everything just uh, a subscription away, which is great. Well, and then before that, we would go to um, what's called Blockbuster Video yeah. in U.S., which is for anyone listening who's American, well, this will be maybe like a throwback for you. Uh-huh. I don't know if any still exist now. There might be like one is like a museum or something. But, but yeah, it was like you actually just go in and there was just shelves lined full of kind of like what you see in like the libraries. Have yeah, it now. But, but, but to be honest, right, all these activities, it's actually not long ago, probably like 10, 15 years ago. I mean, I don't think the last time I was probably on a blockbuster was in high school, I guess. Yeah, 15 years yeah, ago, so 15, right? 15 so it's years not ago. that long ago. Can you imagine that? I mean, not that long in like the grand scheme of the earth, I guess. But yeah. No, just uh, on the grand scheme of 2000s, you know? Well, you actually, you know, on that topic, I saw something recently that said something like, uh, what was it? Like the current year is further away from, what was it? I think 19, right here it is. Okay. So this was a, uh, a tweet that I think just went viral from all, I don't know where it started, but. It goes, did you realize that 1980 and 2021 are just as far apart as 1980 and 1939? Yeah. <laughs> when you think about it like that. Yeah. To me, that I don't know why. I know it's just math, but that like kind of blew my mind a bit, thinking about like how far away that actually was. Yeah. But I feel like, um, I, but I would say the difference between those two periods, right, is I f- fell from 1939 to 1980. It's the technology has exponentially grow physically mm. but for for now between 1990 to 2020 the technology is more like a, a, a digital it's more about more consumer change, no but it's more consumer based there's no like groundbreaking flying cars and human um human migrates to mars kind of kind of uh, revolutionary like Evolution? You have very high expectation for the, <laughs> the march of human advancement. Yeah, I do. I do. I do. I have hope. I think that's the Chinese in you. Yes, fully. <laughs> <laughs> Watch too much sci-fi. Well, I get, we, can, we, we can't go to Mars and we don't have flying cars. I know. But at least, we can't travel back in time but at least, as well. I wouldn't want to do that. No, I go travel to the future. We travel to the future every day. Yeah. It's one day at a time. I know, but I want to see what looks like uh, a thousand years later. You know, I don't want to see that. It's like what I see in bright. I'm, I'm perfectly happy with <laughs> now? how we are now. Okay. Well, yeah. We went way off topic from <laughs> from talking about streaming services. <laughs> yeah, I'm just uh, appreciate that. I feel like people complaining uh, Netflix make you binge a lot, but don't forget it makes your life more convenient and uh now coronavirus makes us binge a lot (laughs) and gives you the option to have those entertainment on your fingertip isn't that great as long as you don't binge too much yes yes exactly so that's my third thing so that's our things for today and i want to wrap this up because i'm feeling very tired (laughs) I feel like uh, my my side effect for my second dose is starting is to kick in a, off, a bit right? more a bit more than before, <laughs> um, but it was good to to still jump in and talk about some joyful things, even if I think we went way off tangent today. I know, but that's okay. That's okay. It's always fun. Always to do fun. This. So thank you for listening. You can always find all of our episodes at r3things.com, and if you enjoy listening, then 
you can leave a review if you like on uh on apple podcasts yes and let us know how you think about the show i yeah. feel tired right now <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that sentence. You can find us wherever podcasts are, I guess. I don't know. Yes. Something. All right. Anything else, Yuna? No, I think we can wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> Someone needs a nap. <laughs> I do. But before I go and rest my head, yeah. I just want to remind everyone. Our fourth thing is, is you. you. Good night. Good night. Bye. Bye.